Greetings, loved ones. This is episode two, Equity versus Legal. This is part one. And we are happy to bring forward the following messages from Equity. All right, family, we are not going to be doing a review of any of the past episodes or the bonus episodes. We are jumping right into our new episode. And the re and what we're going to be covering here in tonight's class is what are the differences and similarities between equity and legal? The accounter, Darren came up with this one. You're going to enjoy his drawings that he's got. He's done quite a few for tonight's episode, which is going to make you giggle. It's going to bring some humor into the class so that you can pick this up and learn it a lot quicker. The counter choice where you were counted for an accounting. Oh, that doesn't sound good. And number three, the crown deal we all made. Now, yes, we're going to talk about the crown deal we made, but we're also going to talk about the crown deal we should have made and then the crown deal we want to make so that you can see, again, the positions that are able within the game as long as you know that position is open. Okay, part two that we're going to be doing is the follow-up to the first part, and this is going to be the dark team. There are positions, duties, and obligations. This is going to be making a lot more sense when we start going through the dark team and the light team and how they're kind of a reflection, a mirror. And the natural person and the human explained. We're going to go into some terminology, some vocabulary, and walk you through this so that you can see these words that are being thrown around and exactly what they mean. Okay, and with that, let's go right into question number one. Grab your pens, loved ones. The best way to jump into this is to get your brains working. So, legal can serve both legal and equity. This is a true or false question. Please put your answers in. And once you have done this, please put your answer into the chat, starting with hashtag question one, true or false. It's very important to put the hashtag in, please. Okay, we got a lot of falses coming in. We got a couple truths. Okay, family, the question, legal can serve both legal and equity. If you answer true, you are correct. Oh, why? Because legal and equity come to meetings in the trust so they can mix. Just depends on what you're asking for. Legal or equity? Legals 
maxims apply in the legal world? I'm not sure if legal applies in the equitable world. We're going to test your knowledge on that soon, family. So when you're making an application, loved ones, for dark matter, you get back darkness. When you go back to the counter, the legal system, the legal counter, and you ask for light, they reach into the equity drawer and they give you that. Problem is, we're all on the dark side continually asking for darkness and sin. So you keep asking for legal, so legal shows up. And here's a little add-on to this. When we perfect ourselves and create the trust and get all this good stuff working in our favor, the trust is going to deal with legal matters. The trust is going to deal with equitable matters. It's kind of like the, the pot on the cooking, you know, the cooking pot on the stove where you're putting all these things in and you got to cook managing the pot. Well, in a sense, when you balance all these things out and the new servants or the new trustees following their legal parameters or their legal protocols, they're legally serving the trust for equitable purposes so the beneficiary can enjoy it. If none of that made sense, don't worry about it. It will soon enough, I promise you. Okay? For the greenies in the house, just stick with us. We're going to go into question number two. The legal system is the shadow mirror of equity. Put your answers in. And then put it into the chat, please, loved ones. <gasps> oh, no. Whoops. The pretty? That was. You only get one. Seems it only happened once, right in the beginning. Well, I kind of did give it away in the beginning with my little hand motions. You're welcome for that one. No kidding. The screen slipped. <laughs> okay, family, lots of you putting some truths in there. The question, the legal system is the shadow mirror of equity. The correct answer is true. Although the legal system might appear to resemble similar features to equity, it is still a shadow of the real thing. And first and foremost, this is why. The legal system is built on fraud and imperfect titles. The equitable side of this equation is built on perfected titles. So you can see where one of these things is technically real and the other one's going to be a shadow. There's a maxim in equity called Equity follows the law. Well, that's kind of a legal way of saying it. And the only reason why equity would follow the law is to make sure it follows behind and cleans up the mess that legal makes. Okay, grab your pens. We're going right into question number three. Choose the answer that best describes the public legal system. A. It is fake and meant for fictions, anything not real. B, to provide a jurisdiction for sinners to play in. C, only acts and legislation apply. D, which is A and B, or E, all of the above. 
Okay, family, please finish up your answers. Choose the answer that best describes the public legal system if you chose D. Very good. Oh, why was that a tricky question? Because acts, legislation, and maxims apply in the public system. And the proof to this is, you know, when you're pleading a conflict or when you're suggesting I'm not possessed of the character anymore, Your Honor, uh, you're actually espousing equitable doctrine, but yet they will hear it legally, briefly, just enough to switch the court jurisdiction for you. That's called moving the jurisdiction or removing it from the legal and moving it to the equity side of the court. There are a few trigger words or maxims that will open that door for you if you present them properly. Okay. I hear some learning in the house, honey. <laughs> okay, let's go to question number four. Choose the answer or answers that best describe equity. A, it is for the real and living man or woman. B, it's the garden. C, it will bring to life those who are clean and righteous. D, only the 20 maxims apply. E, where only maxims apply, or F, all of the above. Oh, sorry. Family, hold tight. The answer to number E is supposed to be A, B, and C. Okay, so please just take a note of that. We just know it's a little boo-boo here. We'll fix this up. Okay, so answer number, so D is only the 20 maxims apply. E is A, B, and C. And F is all of the above. Okay, so just notice that answer E there is supposed to be A, B, and C, please. Oh boy, I think we may have influenced the answer a little bit with that. So the question was, choose the answer that best describes equity. Family, if you chose F, which very few of you did in the house, very good. The answer is all of the above when it comes to equity. It's for the real. It's meant for the living man and woman. Once you make yourself clean, you come back to life through equity, and you will be given eternal life and dominion. That's how it works. And legal does not apply to equity. As a matter of fact, legal can see very little of equity, if anything at all, virtually. But equity can see all of legal. And here's another maxim that supports this. 
Equity is everything without the law, and the law is nothing without equity. So there, that completely tips the tables or the scales in favor of equity. There are more than 20 maxims, but you know what? Out of the 20 primary ones, we only really need to use about five. You don't even need all 20 to get through the Stargate or to finish the objective here that we're all pursuing. Out of the 20, yeah, again, the other 15 are, are very relevant, but you don't need to know them all. I'm going to suggest, you know, get your, get your hands really familiar with three or five of the primary ones and you're good to go. So the legal counter, okay, the legal system, it has Satan and Jesus both ready to serve you. And depending on which counter you walk your little tushy up to, it's going to depend on which God answers you. Ooh, I know, hear that one. Depending on what counter you walk up to is going to depend on what God answers you. There's a scripture that goes with this. Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you both in dark and in light. So if you keep seeking and knocking at the counter of sin and darkness, guess who's going to keep answering? Think about that, loved ones. We keep knocking at Satan's door. <laughs> Allow me to serve you. And here's a perfect example of us knocking on Caesar's or Satan's door. When you show up using his name, primarily that all caps name that we're all very familiar with, as soon as you associate with that name, boom, you're guilty. Literally, that's all it takes. You know, they, they wanted us to believe, oh, when you walk into a public court, you're, you're innocent until proven guilty. That's false. You're guilty until proven innocent. And the only way you can prove yourself innocent is to get rid of that fictitious character altogether. So again, this is all about lies and deceit. So the reason we brought up Matthew 7, verse 7, is because if you knock and you want the door opened for legal and darkness, it will be opened. Instantly. If you knock for light, then equity will open its door. Maybe not instantly. They might test you a little bit, make sure you did make a mistake, that the, the second time wasn't a coincidence. So let's ask this individual three times just to make sure. Go into question number five. Registration and recording are meant for the public. Okay, family. Registration and recording are meant for the public. False. Registration is for the public. Recording is for the private. Now, it sounds the same, but it's different. Can you speak to that? 
one of these uh, motives or one of these motions keeps things out of the public, whereas the other one brings it into the public. Again, with the birth of Jesus Christ was done on the wise, he was taken away privily so that Mary was not made into a public example. This is suggesting that Jesus's birth was not registered. All of our births were registered. When it becomes registered, it's public domain. When you're in the public domain, you are stuck and you are under the public will, not yours, the public. You are a member of the public. Coming forward now and correcting this, recording your special interests, vaulting them or lodging them. These are all old system protocols and they do not involve registration. As a matter of fact, there's a whack of legislation that says you're not allowed to register a trust. Huh, interesting. Okay, cutie patootie picture coming up. Here we go, courtesy of Darren. He's gonna introduce the encounter. So, as you can see, and as we mentioned, there are two different counters that you can choose from. Can everybody see that picture okay? Do we need to make it bigger or anything? No, okay. Uh, okay, so the encounter, it's almost like an encounter. You know, when you walk into a situation, that's an encounter. Well, I kind of twisted it to be the ah uh, counter, where it's, it's literally a counter. There's a man or woman behind it, and you walk up to this counter, and now you are going to ask for a certain type of accounting, and you're going to be accounted depending on what you apply or what you vest or invest into the system is going to determine how you are counted. So you can see we got the, we got the dirty devil guy on the left here in his public person's booth, and he's advertising sin and debt and liability and death. And look at this. There's no vacancies. Everyone is in that hotel. There is no vacancy at law. It's full. As a matter of fact, whenever there's a new birth created, you know, they got to stuff it into the system somehow because there's literally no room. It's full. So this public side, this death side of the counter, you know, it's full of um, the, the book of death. It's in person. Is that better, family? There you go. It's contracts. It's where volunteers are. It's about registration, taxation, forfeiture. Forfeiture is whether is, is you waiving your interest or your right in something. I don't care. Give it away to someone else who wants it. Taxation. You're at war. Satan, trustee, the game of sin. It's The entire legal system is built on lies, fraud, and deceit. It all is about forms, legal forms. If all of our stuff is not within the exact precise legal form, they won't even look at it. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. Doesn't sound very forgiving. Doesn't sound like there's any mercy or grace built into that system, which is why we want to be on the right-hand side here, following his kingdom. Now, you look at this little guy here with the angel wings. He looks he looks kind of sad and kind of happy at the same time. I don't know. He's kind of in between there. He's a little bit kind of... Oh, well, again, he's bored. Well, yeah, he's bored. Why? Because every room is available in equity. There's not a single <laughs> man or woman in any room on the equity side. Very few. Again... When a man or woman in politics or when a man or woman is a lawyer or has insider information, they're not allowed to leave the system and now go be an outsider and go capitalize on all that pertinent information they have because they were an insider. That's called insider trading. The securities laws actually prevent this. It's actually a stickier situation than you think. If you know a judge, a lawyer, a clerk of the court, a high-ranking banking official, any of these types of uh, positions, if your spouse happens to be one of these, 
and you're over here with divergence trying to perfect your interests, at some point they want to know if your spouse has maybe forwarded or provided information that they shouldn't have. So it's actually tougher for those that have sworn an oath to serve Her Majesty, much, much, much tougher for them to get their birthright or their inheritance like we are after. What is that? Well, we got to get entered. This is an important word, entered. We got to get re-entered into the book of life. This is the light team. This light team deals with equity maxims. It's for individuals, not persons. We're dealing with trusts. There's no volunteers here. We're recording all this information. We have access to the kingdom's wealth. We're not partaking in the public system, the interests of debt. We come in peace. We recognize the father. We're the beneficiary. We enter the garden. This is all about truth, honor, and justice. Intent. Big difference between the two worlds. And you can see in the middle of the, of the image here, we got you know the shadow mirror between the two worlds that we're blind. We didn't see this mirror. The, the equity looks very well represented on the legal side, except it's all for nefarious and dark evil purposes. Again, Satan and his subtle ways, very confusing. All he did is copy the equity side, which is why it's so beautiful, which is why we want to eat of that tree. We desire it. Oops. Big oops. A little bit more than probably an oops. <laughs> but... This is going to take us now to our next drawing that Darren did today, watching him put these together. Don't worry, I know it's small. We just wanted you to be able to have the ability to print the whole thing off in one, and we're going to go through this. Okay, so hold on one moment here, family. We just have to make this one Okay. Okay, so you can imagine. This is the deal we should have. This is our first category here, but this isn't the deal that went down. Okay, so imagine you're heading to a parking lot. You're driving an equity car. And the purpose of heading to this parking lot is you're going to meet a legal car that belongs to the Crown. You drive your equity car, title, right and interest into the parking lot. The parking lot is your trust. You drove into this trust to meet the Crown's legal car so you can give the legal Crown car instructions and conduct your business. Now, when your legal car and the Crown's legal car are done talking to each other, you drive your equity car out of, out of the parking lot or out of your trust. The Crown's legal car stays in the parking lot and with instructions from your equity car until the next parking lot meeting is called. Okay, so you can see here, um, this, we're going to back this up because this is actually box number two, but we're going to finish this anyway. We're going to talk about what we should have done first, and then we're going to talk about what, what we, we did. did do. Okay, so here's, here's the caption below the image here. So we got this Volkswagen Beetle looking car. I'm considering this is the legal car. This is what we traded our high performance exotic car for. We literally said, hey, I wish to put my exotic car in storage for the rest of my life, and I only want to drive this crappy legal car. <laughs> and the car dealer guy for the crown says, okay, yeah, don't worry. It's all good. So I should have brought my interest and right in equity to create a trust in a private lot where the equity and legal cars can do business 
But note, stay in the equity car. Do not get out and hijack the legal car and drive away. That's the worst thing we can do. Uh, here. And that's actually what we did. That's what we all did. We showed up to this, this counter. We said, here, take an equitable interest and give me the legal interest. And they said, much obliged. And there you go. They didn't argue. They didn't say, boy, you're making a mistake. No, none of that. They wanted us to do this, as a matter of fact. And so read along here, family. You enter. This is what we all did. Okay, so we talked about what we should have done. Had a private meeting with Her Majesty, but we didn't. This is what, how the story played out because we missed that meeting with her. You entered into Her Majesty's car dealership with your Ferrari. You tell the salesman that the shitty legal car on the lot was yours. And you're willing to leave the Ferrari for the legal car. The salesman happily agreed and said, okay, I accept your offer. Please sign here. And you did. The process was so fast and efficient, it was almost like you knew you were coming. You took possession of the shitty legal car and you drove away, leaving your Ferrari, which is your equity car, at Her Majesty's dealership. And by mistake, left the keys to your Ferrari in your pocket. You were told from the salesman that trading Ferraris for shitty legal cars is perfectly normal and quite common. Persons have been leaving exotic cars behind for years. In fact, look, we have a whole parking lot full of them. So doing as you were told, and because it was socially acceptable, you took the shitty legal car that you are still in possession of today, that you continue to drive around, pay for, still believing it's yours. Meanwhile, in other news, Her Majesty's dealership, which is the lot, is taking very good care of your equity car and it's now worth a fortune. They will continue to look after the Ferrari and benefit from it sitting there in their lot until you return the legal car with the keys. Then you may take back and park your Ferrari equity car at your own parking lot. So you can leave Her Majesty's and do your own. It's just, hey, I took the wrong car. I'd like to bring that one back and take the one that's mine. Can I leave my ladybug and pick up my Ferrari? Big difference. Only then can Her Majesty's dealership grant you back your Ferrari, use the keys you still have in your pocket. Which is your right. Again, if you have the keys to something. Oh, sorry, that's right. If you have the keys to something, that means you have the right to it. Now, all you got to do is match or smash your, your interest with a right, and then boom, your Ferrari will appear. Okay, so the keys are your right. They're in your pocket. You pull them out, put them in the Ferrari, and you leave the dealership. So, again, this is the deal that we all made. Now, you'll notice this little Volkswagen-looking bug kind of car. got there yet. Oh, we this haven't got there yet. Is, I'm just going to finish the story. Oh. You were not aware, family, that you could have driven your Ferrari into the parking lot 
the trust. Your own parking lot trust. You could have said no thanks to the inferior legal card the Crown was offering, but rather instruct the legal team to do a full tune-up. Change your tires. And at no cost. <laughs> and the dealership loves your Ferrari so much, they said that you can bring it back anytime for any services you want. That sounds like a much better deal. It is a better deal. So here's the crown deal we all made, however. So you'll notice this little Volkswagen Beetle looking car, it's already driving away, which means we already showed up. We went into this little crown office building. We did the deal with the salesman. Our exotic car is behind this chain link barbed wire fence somewhere. And you'll notice this sign up front. It's, this is the registry office. This is where we do an equity drop-off and a legal pickup. Oops. <laughs> and notice you know, the little welcome mat uh, on the ground here. Public welcome. Please come again. <laughs> but you'll notice this sidewalk branches off to the left and the right. And as a matter of fact, the sidewalk on the right is a little bit skewed. It's kind of not even there. You can't even, kind of really even see it. But there's a door over there on the right-hand side. So that, so that tells us that we had a choice. We didn't have to drop off our exotic car and take this legal one away. No, but that's what our moms and dads told us to do. And this is what school told us to do. Why? Well, here's why. Due in part to mistaken identity, I took. Took is a soft word for steal. I took a legal interest and right in a title, the legal car, when I voluntarily appointed myself as the owner and the liable party for this legal car. And now that I have this one, I must leave my equity car behind. How do I drive two cars at once? How do I serve two masters at once? You can't do it. You're gonna, it'll have some type of catastrophic effect if you try to drive two cars at once. Virtually not even possible. So family, if you didn't hear that, we're gonna say it again. You stole the queen's car. You know what? If, just, just hear that. If you had said, hey, I'm going to use this for a little while. I'll be back in a year. Okay, at least you define some kind mm -hmm. of terms. But no, we literally take this birth certificate, the illegal car, and we drive away. Never to be heard or seen from again. You kind of see why you're at war with the queen and why you have no right to be pissed at her or the game. You stole her car kind of a big deal i remember doing that when i was a kid you know mom and dad go away for the weekend yeah i did of course i did you got to park the car exactly back in the garage of exactly the way you found it as a matter of fact i remember measuring certain distances and calibrating things and making sure that no i wouldn't get caught but somehow i think one of the neighbors saw me and it all went down the shitter anyway but anyway here we are don't steal the legal car or cars in general let's just say that <laughs> Okay, so with that, we're going to go into question number six. Possession of the legal title means. Whew, tricky one coming up. A, you have something you took that belongs to the crown. B, you must pay for all the debts and be liable for the thing. Another word for thing is res. C, you don't have your equitable title. D, you still have your equitable title. E, A, B, and C, or F, A, B, and D.
Okay, family. There's a lot of screens up. Forgive me. Many of you are putting E and F. If you said E, you are correct. You have you cannot have your equitable title as long as you have your legal title. This is the driving two cars. Ah, but you could have an equitable right and an interest while you have those other legal things. Ah, you can never write that down. You can never really be stripped of your gift from father. You may have just put another person over top of it, but that equity right and interest, it's still under there. But if you don't have an equity right and an interest, there's no title. You got to bring the right and the interest together and then poof, the title magically appears. Okay, so you always, like Darren said, keep your equitable right and your interest. But for now, the queen has your equitable title because you have her legal one. She has your Ferrari because you have her ladybug car. What are those called? Whatever you do. A fuel efficient car. <laughs> okay. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go into a bit of a summary. Okay. So this is going to tell you the deal that the new deal that we want to make. Okay. So first of all, write this down. Your trust is the parking lot. The meetings are where the trusts meet. Remember, a trust is, um, it's like a big bucket. It holds things. A parking lot will hold things other than cars. You know, you can park a truck there. You could build a house there. You can do all kinds of things in a parking lot. It's typically a large space. And if it's reserved for you, that's where you want to be dealing is your parking lot, not the crowns. So parking lots are where trusts meet. So you as a living don't have to... Remember, these are the interests and the rights talking to each other. The two cars talk to each other. That's not you doing the talking. It's the car talking within the trust. This is why we're kind of at arm's length of all these transactions. So an easy way to remember it, the tries, T-R-I, the title, the right, and the interest, the legal title has that and so does the equitable that's remember that that's gonna be needed for some questions coming up the title is the car loved ones but you gotta have the keys and you gotta be interested in driving it the keys are the right and you are the interest so if we got a title, a right, and an interest, the title is the car, the right are the keys, and you are the interest. That's called a complete title. The, the, the legal system actually calls that good and marketable. Mm, yeah, not for you, for them, though. So moving forward, this is the, the, right after we made a new deal. The new deal is you expressing a trust, you creating your own parking lot, you not having to go to that crown car dealership anymore. You got your own. So once I realized my mistake, I returned to the public dealer, the crown dealer, where under a new agreement I made in trust, I handed them back the keys and the interest to the legal car, and I took control of the equity car. Why? Because it belongs to me. Look, I got the keys, and this has been waiting for my return. This is what balances everything and puts the property back into the correct holder's positions. 
So you can see here where, you know, this is on the equity side where, where you know, welcome home, chosen one. When you are driving your, and again, driving is a commercial term. I know I'm just overlooking that for argument's sake. But when you're driving a complete car or the right interest in the title is all here and it's on the equitable side, you're capable of doing things that the public is not capable of doing. Okay, so let's talk about this closing deal breakdown. So I'm going to blow this up and then it makes it a little bit easier for everyone to see. Okay, Derek. So again, on the left-hand side here, this is what we all expressed an interest in. We all went to, to the Crown public parking lot and we all expressed an interest in the legal car. They gave us the key. They gave us the car. Now the title is in our possession. Boom. There you are in your 3D public liability debt death lifestyle. It's not where we want to be. Yeah, that, le that legal car may be better than walking everywhere. But you know what? At the end of the day, it comes with a lot of maintenance. It comes with a lot of headache. It comes with a lot of stress. Punishment. It, punishment. It, it's, we don't want to be driving this legal car around. So this is where, again, we want to go back, trade those cars, swap keys, change titles, and then drive out again in the proper vehicle. All parties are happy. Equity's primary mandate, both parties are happy. The defendant and the plaintiff, both happy. Okay, so you need to drive your legal interest, your legal right, and your legal title into a trust where it, it can interact for business purposes on your behalf. So you can be depossessed of the legal car. And it's because new trust has been established, so you're at peace with the crown. So let's break this down a little bit. You need to drive. You need to give or grant back the legal interest, which is you remembering, ah, I'm in Her Majesty's car. I'm supposed to be in my Ferrari. Ah, that's the remembering. That's the interest, the idea, and your legal right which is your ability to correct a mistake. You're always allowed to do that. And yeah, here's the twist on that. Even though you're entitled to correct your mistake, the legal system won't let you do it. This is why we got to bring the equity in to correct a mistake. You need the equity to trump the legal. That's the big difference. And you need to take back your legal title, which is the equity car. Back to the parking lot so that you can get your Ferrari back, which is your equitable title, which is when you're granted life control and dominion because there's been a trust in place. Things are at peace now. Everyone's happy because they have their rights and property back. That's the big difference. So here's the summary. You stole the queen's car. You need to get to back, it back to the dealership so you can get your Ferrari back. And the only way you can do that, loved ones, is with a trust. It's the only thing. So to recap on the little image here, we took legal ownership position personally in everything, not just a car, in everything, instead of creating a trust and giving the trust power 
to express legal interests in property so the beneficiaries may enjoy it. Notice, the beneficiaries do not express any legal interests or rights. The trust does. Big, big, big important part right there. Question number seven, loved ones. When you return the queen's legal car back to her dealership, it must come back in the same way you took it to offset any presumptions of dishonorable intent, true or false. <laughs> okay, family, we've got lots of truths in the house. <laughs> Our cat is wanting in, so she's going to be scratching at the back window. <laughs> but this is what's great about live. You get to see everything, even the bloopers, which is fantastic. So the question is, when you return the Queen's legal car back to your dealership, it must come back in the same way you took it to offset any presumptions of dishonorable intent, the answer is false. Why? Because the legal car must be returned to Her Majesty better than when you took it. You do this by adding value and showing consideration, by thoroughly cleaning the car, giving it an oil change, changing the windshield if necessary, check the the tire pressure, even give it a new paint job. This will show the crown you know you made a mistake. You want peace, and you can be trusted. Being trustworthy, loved ones, at the end of the day, that this is what this whole thing is coming down to. We are expressing trusts to prove we are trustworthy. If you're not trustworthy, is anyone going to do business with you? If you steal something... Doesn't it show your moral fiber when you bring something extra, especially when you've had it most of your life? We just thought it was natural. Oopsie doops. Okay. Let's go on to question number eight. You can return the legal car back to Her Majesty's dealership at any time without having to call ahead and make arrangements.
Okay, family. Question number eight was, you can return the legal car back to Her Majesty's dealership at any time without having to call ahead and make arrangements? False. No, 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 no. Before returning the legal car, you must call ahead to get directions. That's your paperwork to the dealership. Then you can make appointments with certain salesmen to make arrangements to drop off the directions, drop off the legal car, and drop off the legal keys. This arrangement is part of the trust expression, whether it's a security agreement or an administration agreement. Again, this is the paperwork back and forth that's establishing the new relationship. And again, they're looking for this, loved ones. We personally had this happen about six months ago where the Attorney General's office here in British Columbia said in one of the email responses to us, seeing as there's no agreement between the parties, we must proceed with the following. Whoa, whoa, back that up. What do you mean? Because there's no written agreement between the parties. They told us right there, get your written agreement into us before you try taking us to court. People go to jail for that, loved ones. Don't be going and dropping off the Queen's car without announcing you're coming. This causes a mess. This causes a disturbance. It just causes chaos and frustration. No one knows what to do. It's a whole bunch of chickens running around with no heads. There is a much better, cleaner, more efficient way to do it, which is why we're suggesting using some of these paperwork principles. Express your intents properly. Yes, by voice is great, but call ahead. Make arrangements. Set up the deal. That's what this is all about. A new relationship. You want to make sure the right people at the dealership are there when you drop off your car. Question number nine. Can you hold the keys, which is the right to the legal car, and keep your Ferrari, which is your equitable title, at the same time? True or false? Okay, can you hold the keys or the right to the legal car and keep your Ferrari at the same time, family? No, you cannot. You do not get your Ferrari if you are possessed or you keep any part of Her Majesty's legal cars, keys included. You can't keep any of it. You must give back the right. You must give back the keys, the car, which is the title, and all future interests. Let us say that again. And all future interests in the legal title, which is that car, in order to be able to keep your Ferrari. This is something that's come up in the past. And we're going to touch on it with some questions coming up here. And that's why we're going to go right in to question number 10. Your trust is what replaces you in the game of sin. 
true or false? Okay, can or does your trust replace you in the game of sin? Family, the answer is true. You cannot remove yourself from the game of sin unless someone or something replaces you. You're not allowed. The legal system is, play, is in place for you to go around the game or for something else to do it in your place. What does that? Your trust. It, that's what keeps you out of the game. Okay, family, let's go into question number 11. The end goal is for the trust to hold your equitable title and you hold your equitable interest and right. True or false? Okay, family, question number 11. The end goal is for the trust to hold your equitable title and you hold your equitable interest and right. If you answered true, you are correct. Why? Because of answer or question number 12, which we're going to go right into. Question number 12 is, why is it important that the trust holds your equitable title and you hold your equitable interest and right. A, once the equitable title is vaulted to the trust, it is forever protected from the game and dark and the dark team. B, you need your equitable interest and right to attach things to your trust that you require. C, so the man or woman can interact with other trusts and 3D characters in the game. D, so your trust can interact with other trusts and 3D characters in the game. E, A, B, and C, or F, A, B, and D. Okay, we got quite a few answers in the house. Why is it important the trust holds your equitable title and you hold your equitable interest and your right? The answer is F, A, B, and D. 
So let's read the comments at the bottom of this slide, family. Lodging your equitable title to your trust will ensure you stay protected and forever out of the game of sin. If you're expressing anything legal, you are in the legal. So to stay out of the game, you need your trust to express anything legal for you. Because as soon as you do, careful. And we'll show you why soon. If your trust is what replaces you, or sorry, your trust is what replaces you in the game of sin. Your equitable interest and right will let you express what you require to the trust, your equity car. So your trust can go and get it for you. You do not want to interact with other trusts and 3D characters in the game because this means you're expressing a legal interest again and it will result in the removal of equity everything and you will be thrown right back into the game of sin lightning bolts included from father so let's talk about that when you actually go, you're in Egypt, you leave Egypt, and then you go back to Egypt. Pharaoh will show no mercy unto you. It's probably going to be the worst predicament you can ever be in. And I know this firsthand. Dean and I have gone through this where we start trying to express some of our equitable intent, but we did it legally. And as soon as you start putting up your hand and start creating a kerfuffle, guess what happens? Caesar comes out with a big hammer and he says, sit down, whack. And he tries to bonk you right on the head, send you to jail for a year or three. He wants you to stay in the legal system. So this is where using the legal system to get out of the legal system caused a whole bunch of grief. It caused a whole bunch of problems where our problems were never fixed. They were never finalized. They were never cured. They were never perfected. You know, Dean or I, we'd beat a bunch of legal charges. And then in three months, we're getting charged with new ones. Well, how? When I see, like, it was, it didn't make sense. It makes sense when you're trying to drive two cars. True. So pick your car, loved one. Which one do you want? If you, dr you drive out of Her Majesty's lot with your Ferrari and you express any interest in that piece of shit one you left behind, be very careful. This is why they say there's lightning bolts from spirit, too. Be clear. But this is where equity aids the vigilant. And equity is encouraging us to keep going. Yeah, equity knows we're going to get our asses kicked. Equity knows we're going to do some jail time. Equity knows that you're going to lose a car or a house or your children. Equity knows all that, which is why scripture also talks a lot about, hey, if you lose any of those things while trying to come to the light, don't worry. I will make it unto you tenfold once you make it over here. So again, loved ones, we're always being encouraged. We're always being pushed to try to strive to get to that light side. It's ultimately where the honor and the mercy and the grace is. So don't give up. So thank you so much for joining us for our live recording. This concludes part one. Part two, like we mentioned, is going to be going now more into detail about the dark team and humans and persons. We're going to take that all on as we work through all the different positions. There's a lot going on there. Oh, it's like we said, it's a beast. But through the questions and answers and cute little drawings, we're doing the family. And if you take 
what your new learnings and your wisdom and you share it with the public. This is how we twinkle it down to the rest of the world. So put your questions in the chat. We'll get back to it on our private and you can expect any answers in our public lives chat soon. Thank you, loved ones. We'll Thank see you everybody. next time.